Welcome to the Lessons Learned Podcast, a podcast reflecting on the lessons we've learned and those we're still in the process of learning. I'm Komal, your host. I'm an interviewer, investor, and someone who has lived a lot of life in a short time. I built this podcast as a place for us to reflect, to be together, and to learn from one another. Let's get into it. Welcome to episode 32 of the Lessons Learned podcast. This week, I am diving into a conversation around self-doubt. So as I was putting the programming together for The Next Right Step, my five-week masterclass in resilience that is launching July 29th, uh, waitlist is open, sales are opening this Friday, um, on it is the 7th, so that'll be the 10th, Friday the 10th. Um, so if you're interested in joining and getting more of the type of content you've been listening to on the show, plus workshops with me, group coaching sessions with me, interviews with some incredible industry experts, people that I look up to and adore um, over the five-week masterclass, you'll be there live for those interviews, the live trainings, all the things. If you're interested, head to gomal.com slash masterclass. This is for you if you are an ambitious, motivated human who wants to be able to sustain the work you're here to do without burnout and without hitting a wall to ensure that you can do this over the long term. So this is for leaders who want to be well over the long term. If that sounds like you, then check it out. I'm so excited that we are building this. But as we were building the programming, I realized that this program is obviously anchored in my framework around the roots of resilience. So the aspects of our lives that can help us build resiliency if we tune into them, that being community, work, impact and identity, wellness, and self-efficacy. And when I was thinking about these pillars and resilience, I was talking to my current coach, Kat Gaskin from The Content Planner, and we were figuring out how do I articulate this in a digestible way to our audience, to you beautiful people. And there's no better way to understand how to move through adversity than talking through how I move through different adversities and how the people I look up to move through different adversities. So this week we are talking all things self-doubt limiting beliefs, and the things that can get in the way of us doing the work we're here to do. And as I was starting to record this episode, I was brainstorming with Mitch, my incredible husband, who it is our wedding anniversary today. (laughs) Um, We had ended up having like a 10-day wedding back in 2018 with our big Punjabi wedding on the front end July 1st, and then our Canadian wedding uh, on July 7th. And then there was pre-wedding stuff in Grand Prairie. If you've ever been to a Punjabi wedding, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and today is our, our wedding anniversary. It was the final day of those 10 days extravaganza. And it was so fun for us to reminisce the last 10 days. One of my bridesmaids was sending me videos um, that she took BTS um, for a vlog she was going to put together and has been sending me the videos the corresponding days, the last 10 days. And so I got to see so many moments at the weddings and at the events that I missed, and it just helped me relive it all. And it's our wedding anniversary today. So we were chatting and I was talking to him about self-doubt and I decided to push record. And so you guys could hear how we coach each other, how we brainstorm and move through things together. And I'm going to cut to that now. <laughs> Mitch is uh, weighing in on self-doubt. Oh, did you? <laughs> I'm not going to put you on camera. He just, okay, he just really took his hot. pants off and is sitting in his boxers. <laughs> but tell me, babe, self-doubt. I was just saying, you for, come okay, closer. sorry. For you, so many times when you, when I've seen you doubt yourself or have this like, 
this hesitation with something, it's because you have a really something very ambitious in mind. So you're like, I really want this thing to succeed. I I have this audacious goal or I want to reach out to someone. I just want to cold call someone or I want to move forward with an idea. It's often that like the self-doubt comes because it's new. It's challenging. There's an element of risk, but it's often because it's also really exciting. Mm-hmm. And so, so many times where I've seen you sort of conquer self-doubt, um, you go through sort of this cycle of emotions where you remind yourself of what you've conquered in the past, what your skills are, um, what, you know, what it not working out could be. And 99.9% of the time, it's always worth trying. And even if you fail, there's a lesson in that or something. So for you, I've always seen it. I mean, I'm biased, but like, I don't think I have a lot of examples where I've seen you doubt yourself, try and not get a disproportionately positive reward on the other end of that. Like it always far outweighs the risk associated with it. Mm. And in those moments when I'm like super in it, like, you know, like those. Like in the self-doubt? In the self-doubt. Yeah. um, What do you say to me to help me move through that? What do I say to you? Yeah, because often you're my coach in those moments. We talk about this where in our relationship, it's like, do you need me to listen? Do you want advice? Am I putting on the coach hat? And when I'm at my lowest in my lowest moments of self-doubt and that kind of like, oh, I can't do it. I'm not good enough. I'm I'm not even good at yoga, (laughs) which is something that we say because one time I got so low on myself and I was just like, I'm not even good at yoga. So that's like our... That's what we go back to when we're having one of those very low moments. So how would how do you help me come through that? Um, I think we often like unpack what's in front of you because I think for you specifically, the thing that makes you feel the most overwhelmed is feeling unorganized, like you can't imagine it. Um, have you told the story of Rush? No. About the no, not being able to see it? Okay, so yeah. Komal and I went... Uh, a friend was visiting in town and we made a, a random trip to a kayaking school nearby because Ottawa's on one of the best rivers in the world, the Ottawa River. Um, and there's this kayaking school and one of the teachers there was actually like the lead sponsored kayaking athlete for Red Bull. And somehow he, we got talking to him and he told us this story about visualization. So he was supposed to, in a kayak, drop Niagara Falls. Illegally. Illegally. Very. With the Red Bull folks. <laughs> I don't know if we're supposed to tell this story, but, but we're we going to do it. <laughs> we didn't sign anything. <laughs> um, and they had it all set up. They had like the helicopter for film. They had their sort of clandestine emergency services available and everything. And he talked about how at the very last second he pulled out because he couldn't visualize it. He said, I just couldn't imagine myself coming out of it unscathed. And what he meant was alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that story has always stuck with us. And so it's something we always work through is like, let's talk through this idea, this vision, this challenge, this feeling of insecurity you're having or whatever, and like visualize the things that are in front of you. So that's bringing it back to organization is like often when I just help you rebuild an idea or the direction you're trying to go in you just you hit this click moment where you're like yeah no i gotta do this (laughs) (laughs) you're like i'm uncomfortable but i i have to do it okay like i'm ready to do it it still feels uncomfortable but i'm gonna move forward i would also say in other cases i'm like rush 
where I realize I'm doing the wrong thing. And that sometimes self-doubt comes up because we're doing the wrong shit. And that it's a moment or it's a constant nagging that happens because we're not actually aligned in the work we're doing. Like when we were building CoreSpace, I, it was an online media platform where we were telling intersectional stories and we it was a subscription-based model and people would get three new articles every week related to work, wellness, and impact. Sound familiar? <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, it wasn't the right thing for me to build. And I had to shut it down, let my team go, and pivot. But the self-doubt in that situation was actually just like my inner self reminding me like, you're not doing the right thing. Like you shouldn't be building a brand that you're not involved in. You are the brand you need to put yourself in the center of things. Um, So I'd say like, it's the duality. It's like in those moments, I either realize I'm doing the wrong thing or I take the time to get organized and realized, realize, okay, yeah, this is the right thing. I just needed to figure my brain out. Yeah, because there's like, there seems to be like a couple different ways it goes. Sometimes you say, Okay, I have the vision. I need to figure my brain out. Now I'm going to move forward with it. Uh, there's the I need to pivot um, because, like, uh, you know what? Maybe that's not the right way to do it. I need to shift it. I need to redirect my energy, or you know, uh, like, not put so much resources emotionally into this outcome. And then sometimes they're just the it's just not going to happen. I don't need to do that. It's it's not worth it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but it. I guess like it's different for everyone, right? Like. Yeah. For me, there's something I had to do with work today and I was doubting myself and it's just because it was complicated and it was new subject matter and I was feeling challenged and I was reminding myself, I could hear you in the back of my head where it was just like, just do it. Like <laughs> if you if you move it up for approvals or whatever it is, you're going to get what you need out of it. You just need to like iterate. Yes. And that sometimes self-doubt is a form of procrastination. Uh, and that like, like me yesterday, I had to review website copy for Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine. Um, and I was putting it off, putting it off. And it was just like, oh, is this, it's not like, I'm going to have, like, I just was doubting my capacity at that time to do the task at hand. And so I procrastinated it. But procrastination is also not a bad thing. I think sometimes like self-doubt or feelings of doubt when it comes to a certain task at hand could be because it's not the right timing. Mm-hmm. Like I did need to take a second to decide like, okay, I'm going to work on something else to get myself in the groove. So it can be a tool. Like self-doubt at times can be an indicator that you're doing the wrong thing or that it's at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. And tuning into those aspects of self-doubt is also important. Mm-hmm. And then like we shared on the flip side, it's it, it comes back to three different things that I'll dive into further um, around getting organized, checking on yourself. Am I tired? Am I overwhelmed? What do I need to do to feel and be well? Um, and does this just mean I really want the thing? Like, how do I really face this and like own the fact that maybe this is just really important to me? And so the self-doubt is rearing its head because I want it so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, what's really sticking with me in this moment is what you said about procrastination. Mm. Because I think often we doubt ourselves around something that we're hope usually like we're hoping that the outcome is going to be something good. We want it to go well. Um, and for me, just hearing you say that, it was a realization that it's like, wow, I use procrastination. I use um, self-doubt as a form of procrastination because if I do the thing, I have to plan or respond to what's on the other side of that. Mm. Like there's progression. 
So then you need to like, then there's the new cycle of self. Well, you know, you have your next task where you need to <laughs> ramp yourself back up. So like, I think there's an, ex- there's an, a sort of an unconscious excuse where you're like, I'll just stew here for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Big time with that too, because I would say for a lot of creators or just folks, like even when we're goal setting, like with you with work and me with my work, it's like self doubt, it gives you an excuse to not do the hard thing. Because you, like you said, you can ruminate in it. You can stay there. Maybe it's not self-doubt. Maybe you're just procrastinating. <laughs> maybe it's not self-doubt. Maybe you're just procrastinating. Or maybe it's your brain's way of procrastinating. Yeah. Um, you were saying around self-doubt too of like who I have to become on the other side of this. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get stuck in, in that headspace because they think the success or things going well are going to mean more responsibility and yes, loss of freedom. Absolutely. And so when I'm thinking like, oh, I want to build this program. I hope it gets built successfully. I hope we hit the 150 registrants. I hope that we make profound impact for these people. On the other side of that is also 150 incredible people that we are responsible for taking through a transformation yeah. and ensuring that they feel more resilient on the end of this and that they feel their own power and their leadership skills and what they're doing in the world. And that's responsibility. But I think like anything worth wanting in life, any big thing that we're working towards, like that that increase in responsibility is worth it. Absolutely. But we have to ask ourselves in that moment, do I really want that? Am I ready to do the work? Am I ready to do the work yeah. for that? And that's where self-doubt comes in and is like, mm, maybe we'll just Netflix. Yeah, we'll, just, <laughs> we'll just postpone. It's so funny you're saying this. This is like this is like counseling for for my own workplace right now because I realize something in front of me I need to get done. Um, I'm putting off because it's not a huge task. It's a little complicated, but as soon as I move it forward, what's going to come back to me is a bunch of questions and next steps. And those next steps are going to be bigger, even more complicated things. So I feel like like self-doubt is like under the veil of procrastination, you know? Like I feel like this is a big revelation for me. So thank you for this session. Uh, You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can pay me in being my husband for the next yeah. forever of our lives. <laughs> On that note, Mitch joined me because Bye. I was trying to brainstorm around this self-doubt episode. And he's often my go-to in-house coach and apparently vice versa. So I thought I'd share with you guys how we talk through things and how we can snowball off of each other as we're building out, you know, or working through our own adversities and trying to figure things out together. And thanks, babe, for jumping in. Pantless, sweaty. Thanks for accidentally calling me out. (laughs) (laughs) Pantless, sweaty, and full of allergies. Absolutely no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) If you're watching on YouTube, you got to see his beautiful behind leave the shot. I hope you guys enjoyed that little banter between Mitch and I. And (laughs) I so appreciate being in partnership with someone who um, appreciates conversation the same way that I do um, can support me as a coach that I can support as a coach in his corner and who we get to just move through building a meaningful life together um, in this way. So that was a little glimpse into how we jam and how he helps me work through things and our experiences with self-doubt, which apparently this conversation around procrastination and self-doubt might be one that not only resonates with Mitch, deeply resonated with me, but potentially resonates with you. So tell me uh, on Instagram or tell me somewhere, reply back to my newsletter email, which also, if you are 
wanting some good takeaways from this episode, every week we create a summary of the episode and journal prompts for you to dive into. If you're interested in that, head over to komal.com and sign up for my newsletter and you'll be you'll receive all the goodies from this week. So I want to give you guys some tangible steps around self-doubt. So when it comes to self-doubt and those negative thoughts start rearing their head, step one for me is always a check-in. How tired am I? And why I bring that up is because when we are tired, when we are overstressed and overextended, it is so much easier for these negative thoughts to penetrate our minds and to make us doubt ourselves and to make us think we're doing the wrong thing. I'll give you an example. Last week, it was Canada Day. Wednesday was a holiday. I ended up working most of it. And then Thursday, Friday, I ended up working as well. And by Friday, I realized we're launching this program. I'm going into a very busy season with the business. This could be one of the most profitable periods of business that I've ever experienced. And I started diving into my old habit of overwork. So work for me as a first-gen kid, as a child of immigrants, um, is something that I was taught to respect and also something that I grew up not knowing how to stop myself from overdoing when it came to work. Um, I would always feel guilt seeing my parents work so much and then think I needed to take breaks. But the thing is, it's such an individual thing about capacity. How much can we really handle? How much can we take on? And I've had to learn the hard way through getting sick in my 20s and having to take two years off of career building and then renegotiating my boundaries with work that actually my self-care is not just the surface level self-care. It's actually what's required for me to function and not get sick and not hurt myself um, because of the chronic illnesses I face with my endometriosis and other things. Um, So at the end of last week, I was overtired. I had not been doing my self-care activities um, that I do every day. So I've shared this on the previous episode of the show, um, MMMRT, which is move, uh, or sorry, meditate, motivate my affirmations. move for 30 minutes every day, rest, uh, hydrate, and track my food. Like that's my daily non-negotiables. And last week showed me why, because last week I convinced myself, you could do these things two days for the week and you're gonna be fine. But when Friday came along, I was so tired. I had gotten so in the inertia of go, 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 convincing myself I couldn't turn off, convincing myself that maybe I shouldn't take the weekend. And it was that inertia that led me to start doubting myself, doubting the plans we have in place for this program, doubting my effectiveness as a manager and team leader, doubting myself and how I'm showing up in the world. And a critical moment came where I remembered that my self-care is non-negotiable, that the things I do to stay well every single day are there for a reason, that I have set these strong boundaries with work because It is the only way I'm going to be able to do this work over the long term. So the first step for you when self-doubt rears its head is to ask yourself, am I overtired? Am I overworked? Do I need to take a break? And if the answer to do I need to take a break is yes, then you need to outline for yourself and make a promise to yourself about how you're going to take that break, how you're going to rest well, and how you're going to refill your cup. How are you going to replenish? Because I guarantee you, once you are rested, once you've taken a beat, once you've taken a weekend, once you've taken an evening off, 
once you've taken time to do the things that make you feel nourished and well, self-doubt is going to be a long ways away. And I will say that when I did get back into work mode yesterday, I did have a little bit of self-doubt creep back in because it was like, oh, you're really well rested. Where do I even start? And that leads me into the next. So are you tired is number one. If you're actually feeling really well and like you've taken care of yourself and you're good, then the next is, do I feel disorganized? Because if you feel disorganized, if you feel like your to-do lists are out of whack, if you're looking at a project or something that you have to get done and it's insurmountable because you haven't broken down the tangible next steps for how to move through that thing, then yeah, self-doubt is also going to rear its head because it's going to say, I'm not capable of doing this. There's so much to do. How am I going to figure this out? The way you figure it out, and this is what Kat and I also talked about last, last week on our call, was I needed to brain dump. I need to get everything out of my brain in terms of what needed to happen tangibly next. And once I did, I actually realized we were really on top of things. The team was moving at a good pace. We were hitting the goals that we had set out. I was showing up well in promoting this program. And it gave me the perspective I needed to move forward thoughtfully and feeling pumped and feeling good about myself as I moved forward, but feeling disorganized can make us feel a significant amount of self-doubt. So that is something I would encourage you to consider. Ask yourself, am I feeling disorganized? And if you are, get to sorting your brain out via lists. Ask yourself what needs to happen next and do the full dump and then reprioritize that list. And that will give you the blueprint for your next steps. And sometimes it's also just about chewing off a little bit at a time. So for example, yesterday, I was supposed to review, like I shared when I was chatting with Mitch, um, a bunch of copy for the website that Jasmine from my team had drafted for me. But before I could get into the creative mode, um, I had had an interview earlier in the day. So that's like a totally different part of my brain that's activated. And so I used small tasks, like um, a couple deposits I needed to pay, a couple contracts I needed to sign, getting organized in that way to rev myself into the work mode that I needed to get into and then I was able to look at the copy so sometimes self-doubt can also creep up because you're just maybe focusing on the wrong task at that point which also brings me into the next one so again when self-doubt hits ask yourself am I tired and overworked and do I need a break second is am I feeling disorganized do I just need to get organized what do I need to do to get organized and three is am I doing the right thing? So in that moment yesterday, I wasn't focusing on the right task. Trying to get into copy editing was clearly not the right order of things for my brain to feel primed to do that work. In a more macro sense, like I was talking to Mitch about core space, I, when I was having consistent self-doubt and consistent hard days and felt depressed and was really beating up on myself, I had to realize that it's because I was building the wrong thing. Coming back to our story about Rush, and how he couldn't visualize that drop-off of Niagara Falls. I couldn't visualize the success of the company I was building. And so if I can't visualize that, how do I show up for that work every day? It's impossible. If you can't see yourself in your workplace past a certain endpoint, if you can't see the outcome that you're working towards, if you can't see this relationship going further, if you can't see certain long-term outcomes of the things you've invested yourself into in your life, they might be the wrong things. And self-doubt can come up because we're not listening to our intuition. And so our mind starts playing games with us and trying to 
get us to pay attention in different ways to realize that, hey, you don't actually suck at this thing. It's just the wrong thing. And so how do you reckon with if you're actually doing the right thing or if you're doing the wrong thing? So the question you ask yourself here is, is this self-doubt coming up because I'm doing the wrong thing? Am I focusing my attention on the wrong thing, on the wrong relationship, etc.? That's the question you have to check in on yourself. Can I visualize the future of what I'm working on? And if you can't, it might be time for you to reconsider if you're actually building and doing the right thing or working on the right task in that moment. So it's micro and macro simultaneously. But if it is right, if when you come through that and this is the right thing, step two is so crucial. The getting your brain organized, getting yourself figured out and decreasing your overwhelm by enabling the systems and processes that you need to actually tackle the work and the plan ahead in a really powerful way. Because when we're organized, when we feel supported, when we have the right systems in place, we are unstoppable. And that also includes coming back to number one, how you're taking care of yourself. So, so far, our steps in navigating self-doubt are, one, am I tired? Am I overtired? Am I overworked? Do I need to take a second? Two, am I just disorganized? Do I feel overwhelmed because I just need to get organized? Three, am I actually doing the right thing? Uh, Am I working on the right task? Am I building the right thing? And four is, am I afraid that I'm going to lose freedom and gain responsibility because of the thing I want to do? So as Mitch shared, the task that he had to accomplish today that he was working towards getting done, he had self-doubt come up because he was already worried about what was the influx was going to be for him, which are additional questions and additional responsibilities. So sometimes we have to own up to the fact that self-doubt might actually just be a form of procrastination because we're avoiding the responsibilities that might come from actually doing the thing we want to do. And that's okay. Um, But owning it is so much healthier for our minds than letting us ruminate on thinking we're a piece of shit because you're not a piece of shit. Um, Your self-doubt and how hard we are on ourselves and how mean we can be to ourselves is often unwarranted. So just going to call you out on that and call myself out on that because we're awesome people. And so remember how awesome you are and remember that self-doubt is a form of procrastination um, or it is that inner guide post and check-in for you to say, and that part of you that like wants to stay safe, ego that's wanting to protect you saying, hey, maybe like we shouldn't actually do this thing because you don't really want those responsibilities and you're going to lose some freedom if you do this. So maybe we just shouldn't, (laughs) but if we stay in these space, if we don't push ourselves, if we don't engage in activities that help us grow and become more of who we want to be, if we don't progress forward, push ourselves, build that growth mindset, um, we, you know, that what is life about if not those pieces? I often hear people say, like, I, I hit this metric and milestone at work in terms of sales or getting this achievement or whatever, and it felt it didn't feel satisfying. So I'm not saying like just achieve things for the sake of achieving things. We know that when, if you're listening to this, you know that we're rooted in meaning purpose and like that true calling and our why when we choose the goals that we do. But if a goal ahead of you, if you're feeling self-doubt come up because you don't want the responsibilities on the other side of it, then spend some time journaling about that. Why don't I want these responsibilities? What freedom am I worried I'm going to lose? Is it time? Is it money? Is it energy? And 
And how do I navigate if those are true or not? Are those responsibilities any more daunting than what I'm doing now? If those responsibilities do come up, what supports do I need around me in order to maintain a level of work that I like to do and excellence that I like to uphold? Um, So get in place the things that you might need to face that loss of freedom, which often you're actually not going to lose freedom. You're going to gain it in different ways and to support you in facing the responsibilities that come up when you do accomplish what you're setting out to do, because you best believe you will. When I was thinking of these four things around, are you tired? Um, Are you just feeling disorganized? Is this the right thing? And four, are you worried about a loss of freedom and responsibility? I was like, oh yeah, those are all the pieces. But no, like five is, are you facing systems and spaces where you're feeling oppressed in your identity that are causing you to question yourself? So in your workplace, are you not seeing people who look like you advance? In the media landscape, are you feeling validated? Like, have you experienced racism in your workplace? Have you experienced microaggressions? Are these the things that are making you feel self-doubt because you've been systemically oppressed? And if that is what needs to be named, then name that. Because part of the personal development world and work and conversations about resilience puts the onus on the individuals entirely. We see this all over the place. That is why this is such a lucrative space, especially when it comes to like American individualism. But we are going to actually talk about like systemic oppression is not a self-help, like something that you can work through with self-help hacks and tools. Systemic oppression is something that we are actively working against together. And so if your self-doubt is coming up because you are in a historically oppressed, marginalized community. Um, If you look at the workplaces you're in and they're predominantly male, predominantly white, if you don't see a future for yourself there, then your self-doubt is valid. And the things that I'm sharing might support how you move through that self-doubt, but 100%, it's not your responsibility exclusively to move through that self-doubt when you're in places that aren't built for you or with you in mind. And if that is the case, find therapy, coaches, community, folks you can talk to openly about the racism and the marginalization you may be experiencing on the daily. Because over time, that gaslighting, that manipulation um, can tear and tear down your confidence and tear down your understanding of your own self-worth. And it's a priority for us to to make sure our mental health, well-being, self-respect, um, identity are intact. So lean on the people who remind you of who the fuck you are and, and own if it is a systemic issue that is actually causing a portion of your self-doubt or a good chunk of your self-doubt because that alone, that acknowledgement alone can be so freeing. And I think we're seeing that happen across the board in larger conversations that are taking place. This isn't just on you. <laughs> this is a, a bigger system, multiple systems that have been working against people of color, women, marginalized communities, trans folks for hundreds of years. So just casual conversation around that, but we have to name it. We have to talk about it. So all these different pieces said, these five different reasons self-doubt might be rearing its head. Once you've been able to process, work through, 
and figure out for yourself using the questions that I've just um, outlined, which again, we're creating these into journal prompts for you every week because we love you that much. I love you so much that I love making these resources for you. Our team loves making these free resources for you. So if you want this, head over to gomal.com and sign up for our newsletter so that you can get this downloadable and do this work for yourself to feel great and, and then head into step six, which is go forth and take the next step, the next right step that makes sense for you. Is it that you, yes, this is the right thing and you just needed to clarify your responsibilities and freedoms. Um, and once you have that navigated, you feel so much better. Uh, or is it now that you're organized and have your lists in place, you actually know tactically what the next right step is for you and you're going to go do it? Or is it that you actually are going to use this easier task to dive into the harder work that you're going to eventually get to? Or is it that you're just going to abandon and stop what you're doing and figure out the right next steps in order to shut down that business or stop that venture that you're doing or close the project that you're building at work? It all takes courage. It all takes strength and the self-doubt is going to continue to rear its head as you take those next right steps but this is just one set of tools questions for you to dive into in order to get through to the other side of this period and experience with (sighs) self-doubt what a fun conversation I really enjoyed having Mitch join us. And I want to remind you that twice uh, this week, I am going live on Instagram, once with Jam Gamble, um, who is who we had on the show last week. It felt very fitting to open up my IG live series that I'm calling, calling Lessons in Resilience, which are interviews with some of the people I adore about how they face adversity and how they leverage their own resiliency in the world. Um, And we're actually going to be sharing clips from some of those interviews here on the show in episodes moving forward. But if you want those full interviews, head over to my Instagram to tune in for some more great uh, conversation around self-doubt and to hear from Jim and my uh, former coach, Leah Bratwaith, who helped me through so much last year, um, talk about wellness and self-doubt. I, as you can tell, I just want to build like robust spaces for you to dive into to like really feel clear about these things. And again, these are all free. This is all for you to consume at your leisure and feel uplifted by. And finally, if you are interested in joining me and five incredible experts from fields across the board, people that I admire so much, if you want to join us for my five-week masterclass called The Next Right Step, then you need to visit gomal.com slash masterclass to get on the wait list. And if you're listening to this a little bit later in July to purchase the program, I have never delivered a group coaching program like this, a workshop program like this, a masterclass like this. This is the first time I'm training and teaching people live alongside doing live interviews. Um, And I don't know if you know this, but interviewing is my superpower and my favorite thing to do in the world. So I promise you those conversations are going to be incredible. And to have access to asking live questions with these uh, thought leaders who we are going to be sharing, who's going to be in the program in the next two weeks or so. So stay tuned for that surprise. But please join me in this masterclass. I hope I will see you in class. This is the thing I am most excited to bring to the world and that I am so pumped to do this summer. And I will say this, We are offering a special discount this summer um, for our first cohort of folks who are joining us. It's never going to be priced this way again. Um, And I'm just so excited to meet all of you in class and get to know you and do this for the first time, what I hope is the first of many times. I am so hype about building 
this army of folks who understand the foundational aspects of being well, taking care of ourselves, and leading exceptionally in the spaces that we're called to lead in, work in, and be in, because we can do both. I had to learn the hard way that you can't go all out just with work and impact, that you have to prioritize you and your needs, especially when we're working in and pushing against systems that weren't built with us in mind. And this is my life's work. So that's all for this week. I hope you guys have the best day. And until next time, I love you and have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you loved this episode, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to follow me, Komal, check me out on Instagram at K-O-M-A-L-M-I-N-H-A-S or the show at LessonsLearned.co. And if you have an idea of a lesson that we should dive into on the show, then slide into our DMs and submit there or on the website along with any guests you think I should interview and talk all of the things with. As always, I hope that you make some time for you this week and reflect on the lessons you're learning or have learned and take some time to celebrate all the incredible that is you. Until next time, guys. Bye!